With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another Euro Championship edition of Playing Out from the Back. Um, today I'm joined by Moses Spencer and we are going to be doing a review on the quarterfinals, which has led us to some highs and lows for many countries um, leading up to the semifinals that are taking place um, tonight. So the day of recording of the semifinals. Um, but before we get into that, more importantly... Mo, how are you, mate? And how are you finding this championship so far? Mate, I can barely contain my excitement. Um, looking forward to tonight's game. Italy and Spain going to be a good game. And obviously, the boys are still involved. The England boys are still involved. And a big chance of us going all the way. So, I'm super excited. And since the start of the tournament, I said, I know some people have been saying like the first the group stages were boring but there was a lot of quality in the group stages from a few teams so pretty much the whole tournament has been decent as far as I'm concerned it better than other uh, like World Cups and Euros that I remember where you know you, you, you lose sort of your focus on it because there's some boring games etc but I think all of the games especially the ones that I've watched have been good yeah, it's difficult when people say about the group stage because remember, obviously, people knew that they didn't need to go gung ho because you could go out, you could get through in a third place. So I think it, it, it has heated up a little bit. Um, yeah, towards the, the latter stages, I get what people are saying from that. But you know, in other competitions where people have gone absolutely crazy early doors, and then there's like a bit of burnout and fatigue when you get to these stages. I think these uh, knockout rounds have been the best knockout rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that, I think it's been. Fr- I mean, we're going to talk about Denmark, but listen, in other tournaments, Denmark would have been knocked out. Mm. And look what we're look what we're getting from from them with resur- uh, resurgence from them. We're seeing some great surprises. So I, I, you can't have it both ways. I don't think. I think these knockout stages have been a big class, and it's been yeah. it has been good to watch, especially when the fact that we could, you know some people still can't go anywhere and certain things are locked off. So it's been quite nice to to have these for sure, but. Let's run through the quarterfinals, mate, and obviously, uh, you know, hear your views on that as well. But um, we'll start with 
with Denmark, actually. Obviously, England's opponents in the semi-final. Um, winners 2-1 against the Czech Republic. Um, what, what did you think of that? And, you know, should England still be wary of this Denmark that are, you know, doing it really for number 10 right now? Mm. I mean, the thing is, you can't underestimate anyone that gets to the to the um to the semi-finals of this sort of competition you know all of them games are going to be are going to be tough games Denmark are playing well um they're attacking well but especially in the second half against uh, Czech Republic I saw some frailties and I saw some reasons why England should beat them yeah um the problem that you know the problem I have is whenever anyone's talking about whoever England are playing they're always talking about how good the other teams playing but no one's talking about how good England are playing. We'll like, get on to that, get what, mate. Do you get what we'll I mean? Get on, like, we'll get it's, on to it's, England. It's, I hear what right. you're saying. It's, it's, I hear it's, what you're saying. It's crazy, save but yeah, let's, your, let's... Save all your England <laughs> stuff for now. Let's go, let's go on, Demo. Yeah. I know you've so, got a lot to say. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've been watching you, mate. I've had my, my uh, binoculars out on you on Twitter, mate. I've watched you, so we'll get to that for sure. Um, yeah, no, so, but in that game... Um, you know, this Damsgaard guy, he, for me, he's come out of nowhere. And, you know, I normally have a, a sort of eye on these players, but this guy's come out of nowhere. Very good player. Um, they've got Braithwaite uh, from Barcelona performing out of his skin. Dahlberg. Um, Dahlberg. He's, is yeah. he top, he's second top scorer in the competition, isn't he? I think he is. He's, he's another one. He's done a bit of a Harry Kane, isn't he, really? He's come out in sort of the latter stages, but he, mm. he, not going to lie, mate, he used to always be a good uh, footy manager by yeah, <laughs> yeah, Yeah, but you know, I was watching a little um, documentary on the Denmark team. It's just like a mini one. And they were mm. saying like, he was out in the cold a little bit with, 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 with Denmark. And then they brought him in did they bring him in just before the tournament? I don't know if he's been playing regularly. Um, for did them. he leave? Did he leave Ajax? Did someone? Buy, where, where is he now? I think he left. He's another one of that that group that yeah. I think um, end up moving on. That hasn't really yeah. set the world alight. Yeah, it's like a Van yeah. der Beek kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So and 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 I, I think he sort of maybe fell off the radar a little bit, and now he's back. But boy, I mean, there'll be a few clubs after him after this tournament, you know, wherever, he, wherever he's playing at the moment. Let me actually check where he's playing. I think he might have gone to Germany. Let me have a look where he's playing. Uh, he's in League One, so League, yeah, French League. So he's obviously gone away, found himself, um, gone and got a few goals there, and he's back in the fold. He's young as well, 23, so there's a lot to come from him. Um, Czech Republic were Czech Republic. And I think they 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 gave as good as they could, and this was I'm sure they weren't expecting quarterfinals, so they've outdone themselves. But overall, the game was good, mm. um, an enjoyable game, and I think all the games that Denmark have been involved in, apart from the you know the the the, the Christian Eriksen game and and the game after, every game every other game since then has been really enjoyable, really attacking, really end to end. Yeah, I, um, and that uh, Patrick Schick, another goal. Mm. He's at five. He's at, he's um, joint top at the moment with uh, Ronaldo. So yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many people will be uh, sniffing around him. He, it, uh, that's that stinks of a uh, sort of a newly promoted side trying mm. to get involved at somewhere like that. But yeah, uh, well, or maybe like a West Ham, someone you know, because West Ham in Europe this season. Um, they're crying out for a centre forward. Are you just saying that they buy every single Czech player going? Because that's, that seems <laughs> yeah, mate, to be the... <laughs> if, if they want him, they've got two good spies in there, mate, and two good people that can get him over. So, yeah, <laughs> That'd man. be decent. No, it's, it's good. You know, they, they've done well. I don't think they can complain about um, 
Uh, I don't think they can complain, obviously, with where they've got to. Uh, arguably, maybe say they've overachieved, maybe, to, to get there. Who knows? I mean, I think that's probably about, about right for them. Um, but uh, another big game, um, I'm, I'm going to go big game, small game, as people might call it. So I'm going to talk about uh, Italy, Belgium. Now, I think me and you have definitely been big advocates of, of Italy for sure. Um, and I don't think this was a surprise, but to some it was still. Um, Belgium getting getting uh, knocked out by the Italians. What do, you, what do you think of the game? Do you think Belgium kept the handbrake on? Do you reckon they could be doing more with the, with that talent that they got there, or is, was it a masterclass for Italy? Because I know I know you love them two boys at the back for Italy right now, mate. It was it was a bit of both. Um, with with Belgium, I always thought you know if they didn't have Hazard and they didn't have um, De Bruyne, it'd be tough against the Italians. But what was glaring for the Belgium team, and we discussed this on the last pod, was the back line. Mm. Batongan, Vermeulen and Alderweireld and I said their combined age of over 100 and <laughs> no, but they looked it they looked yeah, yeah, it yeah. they looked it and Italy were just too quick too agile they were too well drilled and Belgium just didn't have enough they didn't have enough at the back they didn't have enough in the middle um, for the first time I think Tielemann showed a little bit of signs of fatigue after a long season um, but he's been brilliant this tournament as well, going under the radar. But um, they couldn't get much service to Lukaku. And but but it again, dry, yeah. I say I say all of this, but this is an Italian team that are moving in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't this isn't this isn't this is going to be. It's they're going to be tough to beat. They're going to be a very tough team to beat. I think it's going to be a good game tonight with Spain. But the Italian team, all through the team, the quality in the middle of the pitch. Um, the quality coming off the bench, um, Benucci and Chiellini. I mean, ageless, timeless defenders. Yeah, um, it's with them. The reason why their age don't show is because all of the time they're doing, they're doing the right things. I can't explain it, but the, it's I reading the, the game. Though. You come, you 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 played in that position. You know, if you, I reckon the fact that those two have never played with pace either. They haven't lost pace, right? Because they've yeah. never, never really had it. They've always come down to just doing the basics. Like, mm-hmm. and they, do them, they do it so well that the fact that they're in sync, those two, of what they're doing. And, and defending to them is, is, you know, when they're putting a block in it, is scoring a goal in their, in their mind. And mm-hmm. you've got, you haven't just got one leader there, Mo. You know, sometimes you get, you, you get two centre-back pairings and one, one is the leader and one is like the, you know, he's, he's the trusted psychic that's yeah. still getting things done. You have two generals mm. there. Do you know what I mean? Like majors sat there, like at the back, and you know they're they're patrolling. I can't, I can't, I can't knock what they've done. I, I, watching them, the, the art of defending is is there. And th- this is it's been a while since Italy probably had decent fullbacks as well for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like to complete that whole thing. And what a, what a um, what a replacement for Buffon. Because that was another one. It was like, where were Italy going to go with that? But they had this mm. ready-made replacement who's got. If he does a, if he does a uh, Buffon career, the guy still has like another 20 18, years. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's. I haven't seen. Uh, you know, I don't really watch Syria, um, and I've only obviously seen him in like the big tournaments. But this tournament. He's been he's been ve- like very impressive, very mm. crucial, crucial saves. 
Um, you know, he's not the best with the ball at his feet, but he does enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but with it, Italy, the masters of the dark arts, and I, I was watching Sky Sports and I heard a stat. <laughs> the last 20 minutes after after their goal, yeah, last 20 minutes of the game, the ball was only in play nine minutes out of the last 21 minutes. It's yeah. clever. It's just clever. Do you know- I, 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 I've been I've been listening to obviously whilst you're talking you're thinking out what word can I use without now making this show obviously have the big explicit warning <laughs> on it but I can't do it the shit house behaviour from Italy was superb <laughs> basically because listen when that was it <laughs> is it a mobile for the goal yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh the stuff that's gone round but listen that's do you know what it, that is what that was the difference not only you know some people don't like it but. I'm all, I'm all for it, but um, this is where Belgium, even though they had experience in there, still didn't have the experience for, to block that behaviour out and those those dark arts tactics. They didn't know how to combat that, as which was which was surprising given what you've just said there again with that combined age just at the back line and the experience that you do have. Like it, it's not just. Um, the, the age of experience, the experience of big players like Hazard, Lukaku, De Bruyne, De Bruyne, like played in big games, big important clubs. That sort of stuff really should, for me, shouldn't affect players of that experience and calibre. Generally, mm-hmm. they could have probably, they should have been able to block that and get a job done. Whereas, as I say, uh, hats off to Italy and I had them at the start as a dark horse and the more I look at them I'm like that's that's the team that worries me the most if England play them in the final mm. and we have to have a shout out for Italy's two goals absolutely mm. out of this world both of them the footwork yeah. the footwork from um, from Barella got himself oh, out of an impossible gosh. situation um, and Insignia uh, his goal was just beautiful it's- so <laughs> and you know you still got Kielsa. Honestly, the, the players there is 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 mad. I mean, literally the only player I still don't get, I still don't get him. I I'm, I don't know whether you, you you might see him differently. Is still that the, he comes off the bench? Is it Belletti? Belletti? Berardi is Bar- it? Berardi. No, no, the striker. Stri- oh, Belotti. Belotti. Yeah, from Serena. I don't get him. <laughs> he just runs around, isn't it? He's busy. He's he's he puts himself about. Um, and he's got a few goals. He scores a few goals at club level. Um, but I, I get what you mean. He's not as um, as potent as the rest of them. Yeah, he's a he's a posh, uh, I can't remember, Danny Dyer's character in Me Machine. He's he kind of <laughs> proper tryhard in that. Like, yeah. he, might get, he might get one. I know he's better quality. He's probably doing him a bit of dis, disjustice on that one. But yeah, that's all, that's all he's offering. One of the lads. <laughs> keep, keep, keep him a few minutes in that. But um, yeah, I still don't get him. I don't get him. Not with what they've got anyway. Um, but but, but fair, fair play to them. Especially when he got... I mean, he's no di- for me, he's no different to Mosey King. Runs around and get, gets busy, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you showing me? But um, yeah, no, fair play to them, mate. Again, Belgium, disappointing. Got to rethink it. What, what It'd be interesting. I don't know enough about their, like, the under-23s or whatever it is now, under-23s, 21s, whatever it is, whether they're, um, they've got some uh, defenders coming through because they they need a refresh for sure. Um, I think it was um, Mounier, the uh, right-back, his cross is still as that it's landed in Red Hill. 
um, one of those crosses. <laughs> it was it was horrendous. Um, so yeah, they really need to do something about that. But uh, yeah, that good game, enjoyable. Definitely need to worry about the Italians for sure. Um, how do you feel about the Spaniards? Obviously, that was it. One or what? Full time, three one extra time, or three? Well, um, was it three one? We took a no penalties, no penalties. Yeah, one or one or yeah, one or at full time, and then it went to and it penalties. went to penalties. Penalties, um, in fact, yeah. Spain, Spain have got progressively better as the tournament's gone on, mm, and yeah. as the tournament's gone on, I'm seeing more and more of the Spanish sort of play that you'd expect. Yeah. Um, very high, very ball dominating, um, and the the young kid from Barcelona, Pedri's just outstanding. Pedri's class, yeah. I mean, always wants the ball, um, plays a lot of the final passes. Um, still has still has very good passing stats. He's played. 60 games this season plus this competition and from this competition he goes straight to the uh, Olympics mm. do you know what I mean and you know like sometimes we're always saying oh make sure this player don't burn out make sure this player don't burn out but I mean he's putting up 70 70 games in a season at it's age mad, 18 do you know what it's I mean it, it, I know the English league's a little bit more physical um, and stuff like that but I mean, it's impressive from the young boy. Um, and then they've, you know, they've got Busquets in there, experience, Koke as well. And them three, um, since the knockout phases, they've dominated pretty much all of the games that they've played in. Um, and I think that when when they take one of them off, I've found this in the last couple of games, when they take one of them three off, they lose a little bit of that domination in the middle of the pitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing with the Spaniards is they look a little bit of a liability at the back. They always look like they can concede a goal, um, so they're going to have to. They're going to have to put in some performance. Enough. I don't think they score enough. I think that's the, the the big worry for me is the 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 goal scoring threats. Obviously, when you're still looking at Morata, and it's a shame because if you look at historically, if you look at um, Spain when you've had Raúl, your top your Torres is they they. They always had a threat. It mm. might not... Like Morientes, for instance, you know, they, mm. they always had a threat. That's the worry. I don't think the system and the way they play is yeah. too bad. It, it's scoring enough goals. Yeah, they look frail at the back, but if you knew... If you knew you could score two, you know, I don't think Spain go into games thinking they can score, like, mm. confidently go, we're going to score at least two today. Yeah. Like, I think they're looking to hope, like praying they can get Nick a one nil, but and mm. and try to shore things up at the back. But they, mm. they, listen, they play well. They're not, you know, they're not bad on the eye to watch. It's yeah. just, and they do, they do get in positions like you've just mentioned. Pedri's are very, very good. In fact, down the down the sides, they do look half decent. Mm. But it's when it gets in the box, it's like. That player just ain't. <laughs> player yeah, just well, ain't they. I mean, they they haven't. It's not necessarily. I know what you're saying. I don't think it's necessarily a problem with scoring goals. What I, what I think you like you're saying is like the main the main threat in the big games, like your Harry Kane or your or your big name, because obviously they got five against Croatia and they got five against Slovakia. But obviously mm. you could you could argue that them the teams team. are lesser lesser yeah. teams, which I get. And I know what you mean. You mean where they've got all the they've got all the the bits of the jigsaw around but then you look at Morata and you think you're not really scared of him there's not nah. you, you know you 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 think about Morata against the Italians and I'm looking at it now saying he don't get a sniff tonight nah, do you know what no I mean chance. like he don't, he don't he doesn't really get a sniff tonight is it is it worth is it worth him um 
is it worth him being up there or or changing him out for Moreno? But um, but yeah, I mean the the, the Spanish are the Spanish at the end of the day, you know. They mm. they're still the Spanish. It's like it doesn't matter if if you're saying you beat a weakened Spain team, you still got to go and beat Spain. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm, I mean? So. I will say this though, that was probably the worst penalty shootout I've seen live <laughs> on TV. It was it was horrendous. And it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Let's hope that you know the Italians would be like, actually we could probably take them to penalties. There'll be no problem. <laughs> we'll just we'll just put a cigar in our mouth. Italians won't need pens against them, mate. If it goes the way I think it will, might be well, it might be over by half time. We I will come to you for your predictions. Um <laughs> and I wanted to leave obviously this one to uh, to last, but um, the masterclass that was uh, England for Ukraine nil. Don't think anyone expected anything less. To be honest, I mean, the, I know you know the the, the Brits, shall we say, get a bit a uh, bit tasty with predictions. But you know, when people were actually saying three, four, even five nils, it 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 was probably the, for the first time in a while where I've gone. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't expect anything less like I expect it at the moment like just mm. the way we were playing and I think I can't remember the the last round that you, Ukraine the last game I think they played Sweden it was they were they were horrendous mm. um, so I mean I'm on to England mate because I say for your uh, your, your tweets I'll see back and forth <laughs> with the various members of the public um, mate <laughs> my problem my thing is, my thing is for England, it doesn't matter what they do. It's just, it's either they should have done that or it wasn't good enough. There's never praise where praise is due. Um, even with Ukraine, people say, oh, it's Ukraine, so we should beat them 4-0. But it's the quarterfinal of the of the European Championship. There's untold pressure on the, on, on the boys. Um, and they went out there and delivered. I just want to know why even at this stage, people are still questioning. It, it's a strange one because I think that any questions have been answered. I said things like what, mate? What, what, what sort of things have people been saying? People still question the formation. People still question... People People will still be thinking... I, I even saw people saying about Sterling. It, can, it cannot no. even be a word said about Sterling. And that's why I started tweeting first because I'm thinking we complain about Grealish not starting. We complain about this guy not getting minutes. We complain about this guy not playing and why we're playing this formation or whatever. But we've conceded no goals. Mm, mm. We've conceded no goals. There is no one that can say, apart from probably Sterling and the back four, they have a divine right to play because I think that even the quality coming in, when they've come in, they've done well and we're winning and we're not conceding. Do you see what I mean? So I, I just really struggle. I just think that when it comes to England, there's just no no slap cut. I don't know if it's because of the old it's coming home and everyone thinks it's an arrogance thing, but they just don't get no slack. And I think that they've, they've negotiated this tournament brilliantly. And it's like now the semi-final against Denmark, it's like people want them to trip up. It's, it's a strange dynamic when it comes to England. I just want the boys to go out there and deliver. And we haven't had a group like this. There's not been a group like this in my lifetime, even with nah. the Gerrards and the Rooneys and all of that. I always felt like, oh my God, if Rooney ain't playing, we ain't winning. Mm-hmm. I always thought like, if Gerrard ain't playing and we've got to put whoever else in there, we ain't winning. There was always Everybody. like, yeah, there was always like, there was always like, um, if we don't have this team out, 
we can't win the competition. It was but... it, there was a clear divide between your 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 top sort of twelve people in that squad, and then the other sort of ten or whoever was in the squad were like real B like B listers, mm. weren't they at the time? Like no disrespect to Gareth Barry, but you know Gareth Barry's played like what is it almost a thousand games. So I can't knock what he's what he's done in in his career. I'm just saying the gulf between what was him and then Lampard and Gerald was was huge. Mm. Whereas you look, you can. This is a testament it's when you know that we've got people like Trent. Obviously, yes, he was injured. Trent's at home. You're looking at your James Madisons and players that you know what? Maybe however many years ago, those sort of players would be in the squad comfortably. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I mean, I I actually don't mind who starts at the moment. I don't, I don't think there's a player in there that you're going to go oof. Other than. Yeah, okay, maybe if you put Calvert Lewin in for, for Kane, then maybe fair enough. Um, and yeah, you'd be dropping Sterling would be crazy. But as much as he would get some stick, if he didn't play Sterling, I'd be bloody, I'd be shocked. But if you were replacing him with your Greedishes and your Sackers, you're going, wow, well, look at the look at the depth we have mm, to be able exactly. to put in it. Don't get me wrong. Listen, Sterling should never be dropped. Neither should neither should Kane. I'm just saying. I'm just saying from the. Like you just said, those previous squads, you'd be like, "Oh God, who's going to come in and replace this mm. person?" We've actually, you know, we. I know people question a little bit about Ben White, but the guy's not even. I don't even. Is he touched the pitch? I don't even no, know. He hasn't, pitch, he hasn't. And no. you know, you still got a very good player there. Mm. Sat there, you know, get not, um, obviously not even touched the the pitch. Reese James, he might have yep. graced the pitch, but. You know, it, it, what a, what a quality player we still have sat there. It's, mm. it's 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 mental that we've got this, and I think me and you touched on this last time um, about the togetherness. You know, mm. like that that it's a very happy camp. Yep. Whereas we've talked about it before with previous camps, it was very clear there were pockets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you get that now, and you're hearing people like various different members. You know that are all over the place, different teams. Like talking about like Saka, for instance, like how nice this kid is. He's a nineteen-year-old lad. You know, just being himself, like because he's welcomed into that environment. Whereas I think previously, really, it was Rooney that probably got welcomed because Wayne Rooney was that that it was in that elite cut already. You know, that's I had a differences I'm seeing, and um, we've got England have got to be careful with Denmark just because of. Um, uh, I don't know how to say it. You know, this whole thing with with Ericsson, this is it's like a different sort of power, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to get from through that determination. Yeah. That's the bit they got to be through. I think personally, you know, I'm going to come on to predictions anyway for England Denmark. I think obviously England will get through. I think it is vitally important though. We obviously do score first. We haven't conceded, so I'm hoping it doesn't happen now. But it is vitally important we do because. Denmark scoring first will really put that rocket fuel up them a little bit. I still mm. think we'll have enough to come back and win, but I'd be very cautious if we went one nil down. But but just just on the Ericsson thing, and I appreciate mm. the 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 horrendous thing that's happened with him and the spirit that the Danes are playing with. But England are playing with a similar spirit. Like I know it's not the same because of the same reasons mm. but this team is playing with a serious spirit you know I spend oh, bus, yeah, yeah. I spend a lot of my doubt like you know my spare time just watching them mate they're inside England on YouTube 
and just watching them train and how they're having banter. And that is a group of lads that when this is over, whether they win it or not, they're not going to want to go home because they're having so much fun, you know? Mm -hmm. And I believe that the desire is there. And I think also another thing is, I think it's time that Gareth Southgate got a little bit more respect because at the end of the day, it's two tournaments he's had. It's two semi-finals, regardless of what happens tonight, uh, tomorrow night. And the second competition, uh, the Euros now, he has clearly learnt from mistakes. He's learnt from the World Cup mistakes and they're not yeah. making the same mistakes. Do you understand? I think, so I think I think you you're you're right there. I think the other thing with Southgate and uh, not taking anything away from him because he's been good, I've got to say his background uh, backroom staff have been class. I think if you look at like your Chris Powell, uh, Holland as well in the back, you know, that he's got a he's got a good team off the field as well this year. Yeah. I think like he's really put them together. And they, like you just said, it's not just Southgate that's learnt from mistakes. They all have. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. I think, I think there's just something different in this tournament. And I think that this is going to bode so well with tournaments going forward. Cause when you look at this team now, you look at this team now, mate, the next two, three tournaments, you're still looking at the same players. Really and truly, you know, you what do you lose out of it? Henderson and Maguire eventually, Kane. But you're still looking at a very, very large portion of the same players that are going to go for the next three, four tournaments. There's, there's no reason, there's no reason we can't go, you know, trying to get, trying not to get ahead of ourselves. Obviously, it's England, but there's no reason if we do win this competition, we don't go and do a, a Spain and a France, you know, where they did go and do that on the bounce, two or three tournaments up there. I mean, let's be honest, you say that, but don't forget, it's only next Christmas, next December, mm. not this one, but next December is the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. with these these players, the other thing, as we just said, the other thing I would say, bearing in mind, we normally get unstuck with injuries. That's the squad depth we've got. And who's to say, we don't know who's going to come about next year. No one was really talking about Saka. Mm. Get me that, so, you don't know who's going to come out from it, this obviously for for this this season as well to be ready for that twenty twenty two. Who who knows? But I've got to say it's, it is it is nice. Um, what's your score prediction though for for this for this game? Are we, where are you uh, hanging your hat? One to one. Before I answer that, what I want to say last thing yeah. is you see the thing with injuries. Yeah, mm. I think that this has been a big part down to Gareth Southgate. I think that all of those players. Fear not being in the squad. Do you see what I mean? I think that he's he's got like a he's got like a mentality where anyone's droppable, mm. and I think that that's that's made players have that desire to be fit and be correct and get their goal. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like he's mm. he's almost like because you know in other England squads it was like right Gerrard's in Lampard's in <laughs> that's the midfield yeah, yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like like. Like when Trent got dropped, I think that was like a message. You know what I mean? Like no one's undroppable. Droppable, then Madison, yeah. he he fell out. He couldn't get back in. And I just think there were little messages where he's saying, look, I'm willing to pick the people that are playing well. You know, he put Maitland-Niles in there. He's gambled with Saka. It's obviously mm. turned out to be well. And I think that, I think that all of the players look around at the quality that's coming through, playing at all levels. I'm talking, you know, down to... Uh, Calvin Phillips, who's just come up to the, from the championship, all the way up to the top, they're looking and they're saying, "There's 
lots of good players coming through and it's not going to be one of them ones where I'm injured and I and I get you know let him through the back door because I'm who I am you know what mm-hmm. I mean as James Madison found out yeah, just, yeah, you know I mean? so just just on that that's that's what I wanted to say but um on to score predictions uh tonight uh tonight uh Italy Spain I think yeah I think it's going to be quite tight you know I think 2-1 Italy or a draw sure. and it goes to penalties but I'll go 2-1 okay. Italy yeah um, I'm going 2 0 Italy. I don't see Spain scoring. Mm. I, really, I really don't. I have no confidence in it, uh, Spain scoring goals. Morat will it's... probably get two tonight. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I said that. Yeah, watch. And I'll, I'll have everyone on to me. But yeah, I know even if he does score two, one will be off his eyebrow and the other will be off his kneecap. Like, it's been ricocheted off him. Um, so he'll be spawning as hell. But yeah, no, 2 2, two nil Italy for me. I, I think, yeah. I think I think they'll be, although it won't be like a blowout. I think it will still be comfortable for him. In all honesty, I think the only thing that would hurt Italy potentially is if they do give um, Traore a few minutes, just to yeah. use that pace a little bit. Like you know, be very very like at them. You know, trying to be direct, go mm. at them for for that ninety. I think it's the only way you're gonna gonna do that because he's, he's really the only bit of pace they're offering um, mm. so yeah that, that'd be the only thing for me um, that would potentially make them unstuck but that's mm. it or that's a sending it. off a sending off that's yeah, my biggest same. fear be different. Yeah, that's yeah, my biggest like... fear of sending off like because you know like people are getting reds for like accidental challenges or like you know you go for a tackle and you follow through and you, through, it yeah, looks nasty and and that that could be it's, the margins are so fine at the moment. I just hope that none of the games are decided by that. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. It's mad. At yeah, hopefully stage. it's not. Yeah, hopefully it's like you say at this stage you don't want to that. You don't want to ruin two good semi finals. So, yeah, fingers fingers crossed we don't have that and it's um, played in the the proper competitive spirit though. Um, England, Denmark, mate. Um, before I get to that, I think Aaron said England six, Denmark nil. I'm sure I saw that somewhere. <laughs> oh, honestly, after Sat- uh, after Saturday, I would have been saying the same. Um, <laughs> now, um, I'll say I'm going to go England one nil in this one. Um, really? Yeah, okay. I think it will be cagey. Um, I think England have enough to keep Denmark out. I think Denmark are going to fear England a lot more than people think. Um, yeah, I think 1-0 oh, England. I think it will be tight. It will be cagey. Um, and I think England get an early goal. And yeah, it finishes 1-0. I'm going 3-0. 3-0. I, I, I generally think that we will... As long as we get... As I said to you, as long as us... That, we obviously score first. Obviously, I'm not even saying Denmark are going to score. But I'm saying as long as we get that, I, I think it will... I think it will burst this very heavily inflated bubble of Denmark's. Um, and I think we'll go on to to bigger things. I just don't think there's... I don't know if they've got... Is it, uh, is it Mailer? I don't even know if he's fit. I think he's out, isn't he? The, the fullback from Atalanta. Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, and I just think that we'll, we'll do a bit. Hoiberg will lose his head and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be off to, to good things. So... Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going three nil, three nil on that one. Um, I'm going to go two nil actually. Harry Kane to score on both. I'm going to go two nil. <laughs> Harry, Harry Kane to score on both as well. Here he is. Here yeah, he is. found the man's found form. The man's found, found form, form. and um, found form. 
and I think he will be going hell for leather for that golden boot. And I, I think I think he gets I think he gets two actually. So I'll go two tonight and then yeah, and then we move on to the final. Yeah, so I'm gonna go two nil. Change my mind, two nil. Here he is. Nice, like it, like it. Just saying uh Ditley is underdogs and Kane is top goal scoring everyone laughed at me. Um but I yeah, think I think uh, I was Lukaku, yeah. Lukaku's top yeah. goal scorer. Yeah, no, nah, he could he could be coming through at the end. But um yeah, no, definitely definitely be interesting. Um obviously we'll we'll um we will review that on the on the next pod. But um listen guys, obviously it's not just been the Euros, there's been obviously loads of things going on outside of the uh the, the Euro championship. Um and obviously transfers have been been taking place and coming in thick and fast. What I actually want to discuss though, Mo, is um obviously what's a, a lot of people obviously obviously have been putting out on, on social media and um, some people shocked, some people not so shocked. Um, it's Barcelona and what's going on there. Obviously, we knew that there were problems with Madrid and Barcelona um, financially with, with COVID and obviously money not coming in. Um, but this discussion of they've not been able to register uh, Depay, Aguero, um, or even put Messi's new contract through um, due to the fact that they're over the cap, the salary cap in La Liga um, by by some some way um, as well and I just wanted to give you um, sort of the top five earners um, within there and obviously Messi's old contract obviously at, at the point of before July 31st uh, weekly wage is uh, 1.36 million euros <laughs> um, Griezmann yeah, Anton Griezmann is earning eight hundred eighty-one thousand euros. Um, we've got Frankie De Jong on four hundred thousand euros, um, and Sergio Busquets um, comes in then at two hundred eighty-seven, and we'll go with the finish up the top five with Gerard Piquet at two hundred forty-five k a week. Um, there are plenty of others. Dembele, Umtiti, uh, we're looking at Panic, even uh, Serginio Dest, 19 years of age, all getting close to the 150, 200k marks. Um, it's a mess. Um, what, 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 what do you see them doing right now? You know, they've got these new signings yet to come. That's, I've not even named the new signings that come in and what they're going to be in. So, the shopping list might be quite good there for people to come in. Where, where, do, you, where do you see it going? <laughs> Mate, it is a mess. It is a mess. They're, they're the facts. It's a, it's a big mess. Um, you know, over the last few seasons, they've just spent and spent and spent to bridge that gap. Um, and they've whoever's been signing some of them players have made some horrendous mistakes. Old players on big money. Um, players, they've had horrendous injuries to players they paid big money for. Um, and then the pandemic's come along, obviously, never expected it, never would have thought it would happen in this world, in this lifetime, has come along, and they're in big trouble now. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, they're going to have to make a decision. Some of them old big earners, not including Messi, but he will have to do, Messi's going to have to take a pay, a pay cut, um, but some of them big earners, they're going to have to look at it and say, listen, thanks for your service, but we need you to either take a pay cut or we're going to have to move you on. I'm talking about guys like Busquets, PK, 
because they need to make up was it two billion euros over over the over the yeah. season they need to make up. It's, it sounds like they they already tried to get pay cuts. I yeah, mean, this is this is all it's all hearsay. You know, yeah, at the end of the day, but but when several reports from different journalists yeah. and different people, obviously close to the club, are saying they yeah. tried that and the players have said no. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're Problem. they're talking they're talking to players like um T- they're trying to force players out. You know, it's players like um Titi Pjanic who are now saying, "Well, you brought us to the club, yeah, you gave us these yeah. wages. Why do why do why shall I leave?" You know what I mean? Mm. Why should I leave? Why can't I sit here on my money? But what what I think with the players like, you know, your Messi's, your Busquets, your PK's, your Albers, I feel like them players might feel that they owe Barcelona something in terms of what Barcelona have given them in terms of healthy wages for all these years and the amount of trophies they've won. And arguably, it would be Barcelona saying, we'll look after these players, but they're not in a position to. So I think Barcelona now, like Real Madrid did, is you look at now your big, you know, your big players on big money that your aging players, and you might have to say, if there's a club that will take you, or you can go, or it's a it's a wage cut for you. But I mean, I know when these things come out, it looks it looks mad like they're not going to be able to register these players. But you know, there's no way that this been this has been let they've let it get this out of hand. And then they're just not going to be able to register Messi, Depay, Agüero. That just ain't going to happen. So whether people need to be paid off, and however they get paid off, they get paid off. I don't think it ultimately will be a problem when it gets to the start of the season. Although it, at the moment it does look terrible, I think that there will be ways around it. Um, do, do, do you know what? You know what strikes me with it, with the whole um, more, more so Barcelona than Real Madrid is this for me shows actually how bad their recruitment team is. And I'll say, I'm going to say this now, I'm going to repeal back, because don't get me wrong, they've had great players, they've bought some great players. When I, when I say about a, a bad recruitment team is that they're, they've always relied on one, one big signing, which was like a, almost like a no-brainer signing, because they were like normally one of the best in the world, right? It was always the best in the world, eventually ended up, like Omri ended up at Barcelona, right? At that time, it's probably arguably one of the best in the world. So it was a no-brainer. You knew he wasn't probably going to flop. And then they had young players. Their academy was class. They were then given four hundred million for Neymar, and they didn't know what to do with it. So that's why they've ended up with a Griezmann. Or, or what they what did they pay over a hundred million for Griezmann? And put him on eight hundred and eighty-one thousand four hundred twenty-three euros a week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. Philip Coutinho, hundred and forty-five million salary, not too bad. Hundred and sixty-five grand a week. Um, I can't remember what they paid for Frankie De Jong, but he's twenty-two years of age on four hundred grand a week, Mo. Mm. This is where I worry about what they've done, and I know it's not always a recruitment team. They have like their presidents and all that sort of stuff that do some of this but for me there was no real forward planning for this like I don't think even a Premier League side would give Frankie De Jong 400 grand a week mm, but I, I think you're correct there's no forward planning I just think that they panicked they were so scared after they lost Neymar to PSG I think that they were so scared of the might of like your PSGs, your Man Cities, your Manchester United's that when these players like Dion come along and they really wanted them, they just give them whatever, paid whatever and give them whatever, which is obviously incorrect. But I just think that they, there is no they, they one were that's really scrambling around. 
There's no one turning down Barcelona. I don't, I don't now, know. now maybe, uh, now yeah. maybe, I'm saying then at that time, even when they lost, they lost them. Again, remember they sold Suarez. Do you know what I mean? Like when they had all these other options, they could. Have, yeah, but you know, have, you know, when you say no one turns down by Barcelona, I don't think they were prepared for Neymar to leave. I don't think that they thought that would ever happen. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, so you know, you're saying like no one would ever like. Why? Why wouldn't they get Mbappe? Why wouldn't they get? Because I just think that these these clubs like PSG now, even Man City to a degree, are are serious competition for even your Real Madrid's and your Barcelonas. Mm. In terms of, I don't think they get their own way now. They don't get so much yeah, of their own, their own way. Um, it's, it's, and... it's, it's mad. I do I do worry about. That. Listen, I think the signings they brought in, like Aguero and um, uh, um sorry Aguero. Is it Aguero and Depay? No, they brought in Aguero. No, Aguero. Sorry, Depay. Oh, yeah. Depay, sorry. Aguero, Depay. There's someone else I'm sure they brought in as well. Yeah. Um, Hold on, let me have a look. I'm sure there was the... the, the I'm sure there was a third. They're all, they're all free. They're all free transfers. So, who did they, who did they get? Oh, Eric Garcia. Yeah, Eric Garcia from... Uh, yeah. From, from Man City. Man City. So, yeah. again, like, good signings. Well done. But it's like that's they're the sort of things you should have been. I'm not saying they need to adapt almost that you because Juventus is notoriously known like as taking. They get the free <laughs> anyone that's coming to in the contract. Juventus seems to always have the first pick, right? But I'm saying Barcelona need to be quite clever with that now and don't go heavy on the wages. They're yep. going to lose. They're going to lose silly money. They need to get rid of people. Like yes, it's going to be entity. It's going to be Coutinho. They might not be able to get the full wage off. They might have to sell them. <laughs> Or at least loan them, so people are just paying the, the at least paying the wages for now. Yeah, it, it might be a case of it sounds silly, but doing what Arsenal did with with Özil. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you know what? Let's just get you know we'll pay his wages, um, just to sort of it's he's gone. It's for the yeah. year, but then you is your problem. Whatever it is, you know, pay a little loan fee, whatever, yeah. but at least get some money in. Yeah. Um, and and do and do something along them lines, but it, it is worrying times. But what I tell you, what it could be, mate. I tell you now, I think Open I do season. predict a. Yeah, it's going to be. A, I think transfer window, transfer deadline day could be crazy because Barcelona are going to be in a difficult situation because mm. the whole world knows now they need to shift players. They they everyone knows that, so they're going to be held to ransom towards the end of that window because. Mm. You, you, these players aren't, and because these players aren't going to be, not, you know, aren't going to not want to be registered. They don't. It doesn't work like that. They still have to get them off the wage bill. Yeah. So, you know, things people are going to be sitting there. You know, people like Arsenal, you know, and other other clubs that do pinch a penny. Even top, I'm going to say this: Tottenham and don't like Levy will be sitting there going, "Yeah, you wait. I'm coming for you. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drip it out of you." Mm. And I, yeah. I don't, I don't think Barcelona will be on their own. I think. I think there'll be there'll be there's going to be a few clubs there's going to be a few clubs in this position where it's getting to the end of the window and people need to be gone. That's what I said. Mm. I said all them teams, your Crystal Palaces and where people are saying, oh, they've got to rebuild their whole team. If there's one season where you need to get six, seven, eight players in for good money, it's this season. This, this is the season. season. There will be bargains all over the place, all over the Premier League, all over La Liga, all over uh, Serie A and all over France. Bargains everywhere because people are going to be wanting to get people off their off their wage so, bill mainly. So here's, you mate, you bang on. And this is why, I, again, 
I'm not saying this is not this is no Arsenal pod, but we are Arsenal fans. I'm going to say this now for any Arsenal fans I've seen on Twitter. I've had to bite my tongue where people are going, oh, there's a lot of outgoings, nothing coming in. I think it's the best thing we've done. Doing mm-hmm. it early, getting get rid of these people early. So now we know we've got we know what we've got to play with now. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I mean? we know what money we've got to play with. And now we're in a better position. Those others that haven't got rid of people that don't have the money yet, don't have the funds. We can go and do our bit now. We can actually probably go out and get some of these players. We can go to a Barcelona and go, we've got money ready. We've got cash money. Let's do this. Mm. We're, um, talking, we're talking about Locatelli going to Juventus, which is probably going to get done. He probably will end up at Juve. But right now, we actually have the money to mm. to pay the team. Juve don't. Do you know what I mean? So there's going to be little pressures. We're going to be putting, I think we'll have our foot on a few necks, I think. Mm. And you look you look back at January when we were doing that and everyone was saying, oh, it's absolutely crazy. But you watch now, you watch now people doing it, paying off people, letting them go, paying mm-hmm. like paying other teams most of their wages to get them out. Like all of this, you're going to start seeing it now because people, there's just, all their players that are just sitting at clubs on big wages, dead wages, you call it, because they're not really playing or whatever. They have to go. Mm. They've got to find somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good summer. I think, I tell you, I, I predict actually having the best window. I want to say I'm predicting Man United, though. I'm just, I don't know what it is. I just got this feeling they're going to do a bit of a mad, madness. Obviously, San Jose, they've done it early enough. I think there's going to be one or two big ones in there. I think at United, I think they're going to go for it, like big time this year. And, mm. um, I do worry about them. I think they're they're going to get their their business right this summer, um, and they, it won't. It will mean that their squad isn't reliant on Bruno Fernandez penalty taking. Do you know what I mean? I think they're going to be they're going to be in a good a good spot. Um, I'm not just saying this, and I I, I do worry about. I, I, I say I worry about Tottenham. I don't. I don't care about Tottenham, but I do. I do think they've got some problems because. Is there is their spending based on Harry Kane and the delay on getting uh Nuno in now it, I do worry about where they where they go. Um mm. with their with their transfers. It might be they end up with someone like a Renato Sanchez potentially, you know, that sort of player. Mm-hmm. Um but um I do, yeah, I do worry about them. I think Liverpool will go about their business. Liverpool seem to Liverpool seem to be that side that seem to always be able to keep things under wraps until you know, a week, a week before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already yeah. signed. They've already signed that Canate as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That listen, and they do it. They do it. They do their business right. Like, I'm not going to knock that Liverpool do it right. And I think that's. I think they again will go and do things the right way with what they need. They knew that when they lost Virgil and Gomez, problem. Do you know what I mean? They've gone and addressed. They've gone and addressed that. It wouldn't surprise me if maybe like a spare fullback comes in. You know, and things like that for for them, just so they got the right backup. But um, yeah, I think Liverpool won't have any won't have any issues there. I mean, any surprises you think coming our way? Is there anyone you want to see in the in the Premier League this year? No. Um. Um. If Erling Haaland moves, I wouldn't mind him coming. Do you mean for Arsenal? Or do you mean overall? Just in general, mate. Just in general, you know, we, um, Premier League. We will. It's always nice to have the best players. Almost I, as, as much as you don't want them against Arsenal. Yeah, still I'd, nice to have I'd, them. you know, I'd like the links to to Locatelli. I'd like him over here. I'd like um, Erling Haaland if he moves. Um, 
Mate, all the best players. And Bappe, if he moves, can someone do a deal for him? I know it'll be a lot of money, but he's only got one year left on his deal. So, he said he's not signing one. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's what I mean. So if he's saying he ain't signing his deal, he's got one year left. They've just got to take the 120, 130, 50, whatever million it is, and let him go, or they lose him for free. It's one What's of that Harry, Harry Kane and Bappe swap, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane's going Man City. Uh, Harry Kane's going Man City. I think Mbappe, through him, it would probably be Real Madrid or Liverpool, maybe. Do you think Liverpool? It does scare me. I don't want to say this. I've got some close friends that are Liverpool fans and they'll, they'll be laughing that I'm saying this, but it does worry me that he will end up at Liverpool. Mm, could be, could be, a, could be a Liverpool type signing. But yeah, man, I'm, I, you know, I just, yeah, I just, I think this is going to be this Premier League season. I think the Premier League teams will all have money to spend. And I think it makes for a very strong season. If you think that the, the smaller clubs, Brighton are going to be getting 50 million in and not reinvesting that and, Burnley are going to go another season without signing players. Crystal Palace, they've got to sign players. Everton, spend money. There's, it's, it's due to be a crazy season in the Premier League. Fans back in, it's due to be unbelievable. Got the season ticket ready. I'm ready to go, mate. you Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a big time, aren't you? Season yeah. ticket. Yeah, he is. Season ticket. <laughs> no, a few, of, a, few, a few of us share it. We've got one season ticket, four or five of us share it. So he only goes four or five games a season. But yeah, got to get down the Emirates, mate. Yeah, mate. If uh, When my fixtures are out, if I've got any spare, I will definitely get to a few games this year for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, def- definitely going to be done. There's definitely a bit of excitement around there. Um as well, so yeah, it'll be interesting. I do, I do think we'll see a few more outgoings. I do think, I do think we'll lose Reese Nelson and and Enketio. I do yep. believe that they won't, whether it's alone or or Perm. I don't see them being in in the Arsenal colours this year. I think it'll give Willock a a decent chance though, mm-hmm. unless a big boy big comes in. And I'm talking, you know, them forty millions or something. If someone comes in there, they might cash in. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, there'll be a few outgoings from other clubs. Obviously, there's other people obviously looking at their team going. I think like Tottenham obviously talked about like Lamella and, and people like that as well, which cannot wait to not see that guy. Outstanding. <laughs> we lost Alioski. Um, we lost Alioski. Yeah, he's one that I don't like. Oh, yeah, your Leeds, your, your Leeds boys. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um, they, they brought in obviously the fullback from Barca. No, yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. obviously they'll Leeds don't have to worry about Leeds, I don't think, next year. Um, I think, honestly, It'll be interesting to see how the new boys obviously feature when they come up. Obviously, your Norwiches and uh, and Brentford as well. Um, see what sort of signings they they bring in. Whether they raid um, some of the championship, championship sides, etc. As well, but uh, yeah, we could. We'll, we'll definitely have a proper deep dive into the teams and teams' needs for sure. Um, and obviously, we'll be looking at looking back at these semi-finals and. And hopefully we'll still have a, a jubilant uh, Aaron White on the next show singing um, "It's Coming Home." Um, <laughs> and the rumor has it, if we do win, he will be dyeing his hair like Phil Foden. That's yep. all I've heard. He said that. That's to all me. I've heard. Yeah, he yeah. said it to me. Confirmed it. Yeah, there you go. Me. So we will have that, and obviously next year we, we will be looking to to add this to a to a YouTube channel, so you're able to uh, put a face to the name. Um, we'll have a few new guests for us, obviously. Uh, during the new season as well. So do, do look out for that. But we will wrap up this uh, edition of the Euro playing out from the back. It's been another pleasure, Mo. Um, and I look forward to uh, dissecting it with the rest of the team um, of these semi-finals. But that's uh, been another episode and we'll catch you on the flip side.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.